Podcasting from the Space Coast in Florida, this is the Dadpreneur Podcast, where we'll feature entrepreneurs, share digital marketing strategies to help grow your business, and discuss the dynamics of family and business. Now your host, Alex Oliveira. Welcome back to the Dadpreneur Podcast. I'm your host, Alex Oliveira. And today we've got another episode of the Lead Generation Masterclass. And if you've been listening to the podcast, then you know that we're on episode 13 of uh, about 20 episodes that we're doing around the topic of online lead generation. My expertise is really in the area of online lead generation. Uh, My company, we've generated over 22 million leads for clients around the globe in the last 10 years. So I decided to put together a course and a ebook that I put out last year. And then this year, I wanted to embark on uh, extending that master class into audio, so to the podcast. Now, while I cover other topics and interview some thought leaders, entrepreneurs, and marketers in other episodes, this particular episode that I've been doing once a week since the beginning of 2021 is really about the mastering of online lead generation. And as you know, if you've been listening to the masterclass, there's lots that go into this. You know, frankly, my ebook is about 75 pages and it still only scratches the surface. The full book that I've been working on, it's, you know, I've, I've got to break it down because it's now at over 250 pages. But, you know, again, lead generation is a pretty dry topic. Uh, for me, it's exciting because I get to see clients grow their business, grow their pipeline, feed the salespeople uh, leads so that they can sell more of their products and grow. So I get to experience firsthand what lead generation can do for businesses. And for my own company and my clients' companies, what I've seen is that building sustainable businesses that, that grow and can scale really includes the lead generation side of it. And that really applies both to B2B and B2C. Uh, The only exception is when you're doing e-commerce, really you're trying to sell products there, not really generate leads. But if you are a B2B company or a service type companies, then typically you want leads for your salespeople to follow up with. So again, that's what the masterclass is about. And today we are going to talk about the offer. So The offer basically is the product that you are selling, the service that you are selling. And sometimes it's not really about selling it, right? It could be a free offer, an offer to download an ebook, an offer to watch a course, an offer to uh, download a guide or an infographic, right? You see this a lot with inbound marketing that you know, marketers will offer you something of great value, like really good content at no cost for your email. Well, you think to yourself, well, how's that an offer? Well, what is, what, like how much is an email worth to a brand or a company? It could be worth hundreds of dollars, right? Now, once the lead, once that email comes into their funnel, their pipeline, their CRM, they're going to figure out a way to nurture it and create drip campaigns to be able to upsell you on other things. And they're going to warm you up, right? So little by little, they earn your trust. And this happens in every industry and even for e-commerce. You may shop um, on a specific uh, website 
uh, say, Chewy.com, you're shopping for pet products, and maybe you only gave your email for the newsletter because you wanted to get a coupon or an offer. And maybe you don't buy it, buy a product on that first visit to the website or the second or the third. But after a while of receiving their emails, you start to feel more comfortable with the company and the offers become more appealing to you. So again, when it comes to the offer, your team really needs to think about the product and the service that you want to generate leads for. And if you're thinking about the traditional marketing mix, you know, the marketing mix is really the foundation model for businesses, historically referred to as the four P's, product, price, place, and promotion. And in, in, in the offer here, you want your product or service to fulfill a certain consumer demand or to be, at least be compelling that consumers believe that they need to have it. Right, So it's that unique value proposition, your unique selling proposition, the UVP or the USP. And it's important to understand the consumer behavior as well as the sales cycles of similar products. So you would look to your competitors to see, hey, what kind of offers do they have for their products or services? Are they offering discounts? Are they offering exclusive deals through certain landing pages or certain ads? You know, you see coupon codes out there, um, applications like Honey. And, and so the offer really can touch a lot of different aspects of the four Ps. And if there's one step to pay extra close attention to, it's definitely this one. And all too often, companies launch products and services uh, without any feedback from there would be customers. One thing that I would recommend that you do before you launch a brand new offer is to do a survey. So get the feedback from your customers by doing either a poll or doing a survey to um, people who aren't your customers yet. You know, they're going <clears> to, <throat> Google offers a uh, product called Google Surveys. So you go to surveys.google.com. And so before you would run your offer and start to run ads advertising that offer, you would run a survey. And usually these surveys are paid and they can be as little as five to 25 cents cost per reach or cost per survey. Run that survey and ask the questions that you are sort of scratching your head about. Like let's say you have an offer and you're not really clear on the price, the positioning, the benefits, the 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 um, features of the product. So run a survey, do one with your current clients, and then do another survey to completely, you know, different people who have never come across your brand, right? And that's also going to help you understand where you should promote the offer and how to promote it in the marketplace, right? So in the affiliate marketing space, the way offers work is this way. Brands will say, hey, let's let's take insurance, for example. Let's say that a company will offer you a discount for being a veteran. They would run that offer and say, hey, veterans, um, get 10% discount today for, you know, if you signed up with our company for auto insurance. Well, that's the offer. They're going to go out there to the affiliate marketing world and look for affiliates, whether they're driving traffic, again, to, through the different distribution channels, whether it's email, social media, SEO, pay-per-click, programmatic, 
There's lots of different ways they can drive traffic, but they need that offer. And typically with that offer, the their design team will create mock-ups of the ads, right? And they will give them specific links with their branding and, and logos and all that good stuff into the creative assets. Now, you should be doing the same, right? Creating mock-ups of your offer with that headline, with the call to action, the color, design aspects, everything needs to match and be consistent with what the consumer sees on the other end of that offer. So let's just say that you create a banner and it's a sidebar banner and it's got a call to action like, let's say, improve your fit body because let's say this is a fitness studio and the, the, the headline, I should say, not call to action, the headline is improve your fit body and the call to action is signed up today for example, and then maybe it has a picture of someone working out and perhaps there is a coupon code that says for one week only get $20 off. Great. So you have all your components for the, 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 the ad offer. Well, when that consumer clicks through to that, they see the ad and they go to the landing page on your website. Everything on that side needs to be consistent with what they saw on the offer or on the ad. Whether it was through email or pay-per-click or social media, it doesn't matter. It needs to be consistent. And what I typically see is that there's a drop-off where companies create these offers, these ads on Facebook, these ads on on, uh, Google ads, Microsoft ads, Twitter, LinkedIn, and they're really pretty and they've got great headlines, call to action, and all of that. But then when the user clicks through and, and lands on the website or the landing page, then it's like, you know, just goes downhill from there. The experience sometimes can be frustrating. Maybe it's an issue with the website speed. Maybe it's an issue with the just the outdated information. Forms are not working. Maybe it's hard to find a phone number to call and talk to a salesperson. So you need to really figure out what channels you're going to advertise in, with your offer, what headline you want to use for the offer, what discount. Um, If you're B2B, are you offering certain content? Like I said, courses, infographics, videos, how-to videos, FAQs, guides. There's lots of different ways that you can draw people in by showing them that you are the expert. And again, it's a dance that is going to take time to get them to a place where they say, you know what, I will consider your product, your service as a top choice when I choose the company I want to do business with. And that's ultimately what you want to do. And and in that, it really just comes down to lead nurturing, which doesn't happen overnight. The next thing you want to uh, consider when creating your offer is that you need multiple offers so that you can test the messaging and test the different landing pages, the copy, the images. There's lots of different components that you want to be able to measure. And you can't just simply put one ad for one product out there. So if you have one product or service and you're creating that one offer, that's a start. But beyond that, you need to create multiple variations of the ad and the offer and and just try to see, you know, if you can advertise that offer to different audiences. Maybe one audience is a your current customers. Maybe one audience is a completely new audience that has never engaged with your brand. Another one might be a lookalike audience. 
Another one might be a strategic partner audience. And so you try to test these different messages across the different channels to see which one resonates the most with your buyer, right? And it's, again, can't say enough how important it is for you to test. Uh, most of the platforms will allow you to do A-B testing really easily. So you definitely want to take advantage of that. But the next um, aspect of your offer to me in I'm running a lead generation campaign or, or a, a, you know, an actual marketing department, the next thing I'm looking at is really who on your team is going to manage the campaign and then handle the leads. You want to be able to, to chart that out. Because let's say you, like on previous episodes, we've talked about choosing the right target audience and having the right, you know, website, landing page, all the things that are more technical. That's great. But now we're kind of at the point where you're thinking to yourself, if you're a business owner or a director of marketing or sales manager, you're thinking, great, who's going to do all this work? So to me, when you're launching an online lead generation campaign, one of the most important things is to figure out who is going to manage the project, who's going to organize all the aspects and get all the different stakeholders and people involved in the campaign to the table and then be able to convey the message of like, look, here's the budget, here's the timeline, right? You, you've heard me talk about SMART goals in the past. So look at SMART goals. It's an acronym, but it's it can be applied to really anything in business. But I love applying it to marketing campaigns and specifically when I have a an offer that I'm trying to promote. And they just work very well because when I'm looking at that entire digital marketing workflow and considering, you know, making sure I have the right tracking the right pixels, analytics in place, and then work backwards and say, great, now I've got to create the content. What is the budget? You know, when the leads come through uh, to my CRM, how is sales going to follow up with those leads? How quickly will they follow up, right? How will the consumer buyer, whether it's a business or a consumer, how will they redeem the offers? Who is testing all of that, which typically... The testing piece falls to IT to do, right? And IT usually shies away from marketing activities. So you want to think to yourself, well, who's going to do all this, you know, the, put in place the code to track everything? Who's going to test the forms? And, and who's going to make sure all the puzzle pieces that are more technical are connected before the campaign goes live? So you will notice that in the ebook, I have a worksheet that you can use to track your campaigns and your offers. And it just basically asks, it's like a scorecard um, for you to measure performance. It asks the campaign name, the product, the service, what your unique value proposition is, and then who the stakeholders are, campaign manager, sales manager, who's the customer relationship manager, when are you launching it, what's the duration of the campaign, what's the total budget, who's going to approve it, what digital channels or any distribution channels are you going to use to promote that offer? So that worksheet is really a nice little worksheet for you to use. And then on the back of that, I've got the place where you can actually put in place the metrics, the KPIs that you set out um, to achieve to begin with, right? The outcomes you're looking for. If you have a campaign with an offer, 
and you have a specific budget in mind and you know the cost per acquisition, then presumably you know how many leads or sales you can expect from a campaign. And it's not always going to be a perfect science. There's some art there too, because think about it. You don't control what your competitors are doing and you don't control what the ad platforms are doing. Their algorithms are constantly changing based upon what competitors are willing to pay for ads. Ultimately, it's an auction. And while some of the the the, the elements that determine the cost per click, cost per reach, cost per view, all the different costs per, um, while some of those are built using AI that um, really looks at your ad, the quality of the ad, the click-through rates and all of that, it it's still something that you will never have full transparency into. So, you know, you when you're building these offers, these lead generation campaigns, I can't stress enough how important it is, no matter how big or small your budget is, that you run these campaigns for an extended period of time, say six months, and then do a deep dive into the data to find out what worked, what didn't, right? So now let's say you are wanting to run this lead generation campaign and you have all the information, but you want to hire a digital marketing agency or a freelancer, digital marketer, freelancer, let's say on Upwork or LinkedIn Profinder. I'd like for you to ask these 10 questions to whoever you hire before you hire them to do your online lead generation campaign. Question number one, have you ever created a campaign in my vertical or in my industry? Two, can you provide sample work and references? And make sure you follow up with those references, guys. Question number three, how are you gonna measure your efforts? Can you share a few case studies? Question four, what are the latest trends and techniques that you use that differentiates you from your competition? Question five, what kind of tools do you use? Question six, what kind of reporting will you deliver? Seven, how long will it take for me to see results? Eight, how much will the lead generation campaign or digital marketing campaign cost? The ad piece of it and then the management fee. So ask them to separate those two and break it down for you. What is the cost of your agency management fee and what is the cost of the ads? Typically, the ads are going to cost anywhere from, you know, on the uh, low end, meaning the agency takes a bigger cut, 50% to 75%. So if you're spending $10,000, typically the agency is taking anywhere from $2,500 to $5,000, but that also depends on the creatives. Are they just managing the ads or are they helping you do the creatives as well, right? Meaning like design the ad, design the landing pages, connect all the technical aspects of the campaign as we've talked about before. So question number nine, who's gonna, who are you going to be working with on this campaign? So you want to know who that um, uh, touch point, uh, the person that, that you're going to be working with is super, super important that you like who you work with, that, that they're there for you. So you want to ask that question, who are you going to be working with in this campaign? And the last question, really question number 10 is, what's the length of the contract? It's different for every digital marketing agency or lead generation shop. And I'm not here to say, you know, three months or 12 months is right or wrong. Every agency is different. My agency, we don't, we don't have long-term contracts. We tell 
clients up front that you shouldn't start a campaign, especially if it's a lead gen or SEO and expect results in less than six months, right? Uh, Pay-per-click, you might expect results a little bit sooner, a couple months, bare minimum. But in terms of um, having someone locking you into a long-term contract, I'm not a fan of that, but I certainly understand that some agencies work that way. And if you're comfortable doing long-term contract, no problem. Just make sure you put some contingencies there that kind of tie into your KPIs and uh, just hold them accountable, right? It's your money and no one is going to care about your bottom line as much as you do. And that's the truth, right? So the, the next thing I want to address is when you'll begin the campaign and how long will it run? This is like super important getting back to the SMART goals. You know who's going to be on your team. You know what the offer is. You know the target audience. You have everything in place. But have you considered any seasonality variables, right? The time of the year that you're about to launch a campaign might not be the best time. You know, and then has the budget been approved for the campaign? I see this so often, especially with mid-sized companies with more than 150 employees, where you have multiple managers and at different executives at the C-level who maybe you have to have three, four different signatures and in obviously brands, large brands, much more than that. But it's just got to go through all these different departments that are really living in silos that don't, they barely communicate with one another. And they're, meanwhile, the marketing director is saying, hey, put your team together. Let me sign a contract. We're ready to go with this campaign in the next, you know, 30 to 60 days. Next thing you know, you're six months into it waiting for a number of things, whether it's the budget didn't get finalized so that they haven't paid you. Meanwhile, you're sitting on, you know, uh, the, the, the agency sitting on the agreement and you are in the other side going, I can't run the campaign. So, you know, if you're the person in charge, then that's not as big of a deal, right? But if you're the marketing person in between or the manager, then you're, you're sort of sitting like a duck and just waiting for them to get it ready for you. In my side of the industry, the things that usually are hold up for us, it's not the budget or the contracts. Usually the hold up is the technical integration. So just making sure that everything is working properly and then you do a test and then you launch the campaign. All right. So the fourth thing I want to address when it comes to the offer is basically how much budget you want to give for a campaign and there's lots of different ways that you can figure out a budget you know for example a question like how much will i sell my product for right what's the gross profit margin of each unit what's my current lead to sale conversion rate how much more revenue did do we want each month to me that is the most important question and it really gets down to it being a business related question that the the cfo or ceo the, the folks in charge they're the ones that need to tell you that so if you're the marketer if you're the agency handling the account the question is we could talk marketing all day and cost per lead lifetime value fantastic but those are marketing questions the ultimate question is how much more revenue do you want to re generate each month or this year? If you want to do this campaign and you want to run these five offers, how much more do you want to grow? Is it 5%? Is it 10%? Is it and in, in, in if so, what is that number in dollars and cents? If your company is generating $10 million in revenue today, 
and you're telling me that you want to grow 5%, then I need to know that you want to grow, you know, by half a million dollars. So these are really, really important things that you have to address, whether you're the marketer, whether you're the owner of the company or the agency. These are all questions you have to address. And then what's, what percentage of gross profit margin can you invest into leads? I mean, those are really, really important. And even when companies want to grow, all of us want to grow and scale, sometimes you come to the realization that it's just not going to be possible because maybe there's an issue with cash flow. Maybe the, the, your credit lines are to the max, right? Maybe you have clients who aren't paying you on time. So it's important that you know how much it's going to cost to grow what you, what you have in mind as far as a goal, right? And so you want to back that into a number that is doable. And if you can't run the campaign that you're looking for at the moment, that's okay. You can start with a lighter campaign, but what you don't want to do is come out, you know, blasting and then, and then back into a corner where you have to stop a campaign that is working so well. And that is all for today's episode about the offer as it pertains to your online lead generation um, masterclass. So again, like every other pillar or phase or stage or whatever you want to call it in your lead generation campaign, and we've gone through many and we still have some more to cover in the coming months, whatever the case, pay attention to each one of these blocks most of these episodes, as you've seen, they, they're ranging between 25 to 45 minutes, um, but you can download the ebook and do some of the exercises that I have in there. It's like a workbook style, so it's really going to help you. I've also got blogs on the dadpreneur.co website. Uh, we've got webinars, and we've got videos, and lots of other resources for you to really become a master in online lead generation I do know for sure that if you take the advice that I'm giving you and you test it and you, and you spend the time that it takes because it's not going to happen overnight. It's going to take bare minimum a few months to, to test the, the formulas that I'm giving you to years. It's years and years to get it to a place where you're consistently generating leads for your business, right? So we haven't even gotten to the part where we're talking about the distribution channels, whether it's SEO, PPC, social media, email marketing, all the different channels that exist for you to drive traffic and generate leads. Up to this point, what we've covered is really all the technical aspects, basically the foundation for running your lead generation ads and, and running those campaigns. Today, we talked obviously about the offer, went into a few different aspects of the offer. So I hope that it was helpful to you. If you have any questions, you can always email me or my team. I live and breathe this stuff. I do online lead generation every day for brands around the world in many, many different verticals. And again, it's a part science, part art, a lot of hard work. If you're in it, you you in it to win it, you can definitely have success and and get it to a place where you're consistently generating leads and over time you'll drive the cost per lead down 
right? Um, so again, we'll keep doing these master classes and keep building on them. And if you guys have any questions, you can always go to the website, send me an email, subscribe to the newsletter. We also have a weekly newsletter that you can subscribe to on the website. And I look forward to seeing you guys in the next episode. Have a great week. That's it for the Dadpreneur Podcast with Alex Oliveira. Like what you heard? Leave us a review. If you have questions, email us at listener at dadpreneur.co. You may also visit dadpreneur.co for free resources.